Hello, hello, everyone. It's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. I am here at Hungryland with my pals and coworkers, Mikey and Jamie. How are you guys? Good. How about you? I'm good. Getting over my cold yeah. still. I know. It's like two weeks in a row. I'm it's telling crazy. you, you should record an album. Very bluesy. <laughs> <laughs> should I? Do you like my voice better this way? <laughs> Breathy, deep coffee. Um, I'm very <laughs> excited to be here today because we have like a new concept for a podcast. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Well, and the reason, the inspiration for this, before I even say what it is, it's I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect between the podcast and what we do in our everyday world. Mm -hmm. So Hungry Girl, as many of you know, started as a daily email service um, and then branched out into so many different things. But I feel like the podcast, sometimes we don't talk enough about what's in our world on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. True. So we thought maybe we should do once a month, sort of like a must-have of the month episode. Yes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, based on like the stuff that's really resonating in our yeah. world. Yeah. And what's happening in Hungryland? We got to give them some behind-the-scenes scoop. Yeah, we have scoop. We have scoop. There are things that are happening here. We're scooping. What, what what's could happening? Be, could be going on. Everyone knows we're married. <laughs> Does everyone know about the new puppy? Oh, I don't know. Lisa Bam. has a new puppy. Bam, bam. <laughs> Bam, bam. We'll put her on the show page. Oh, my God. She's the cutest. She, she looks is. like a really? stuffed animal. You she won't does. believe she's real. People don't think she's real. <laughs> but we'll prove she is by putting a photo of her. Um, anyway, so we're going to jump into the must-haves of the month. And before that, what do we got? Okay, this one doesn't really have anything to do with new foods to try or anything, like new products. But um, I thought it was a cool story to share anyways. Uh, so Pokey. Cobb salad and Lisa, your favorite, shave ice have all been added to the Oxford Dictionary. Isn't that cool? Hmm. Uh, no? no? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I thought some of these were in yeah, the dictionary. Well, I this is Oxford, so this is diff- This is like the, the snooty Oxford Dictionary. Oh. Not the Webster's or the... Uh, so Oxford usually doesn't have like... Yeah, I don't like think... Like food... Like the, is Caesar salad? I'm assuming that's oh, in I Oxford. Oh, I wonder. It could be. So why did it take so long to add cop? I don't know. Um, they did add other words, though. Um, other food-related words uh, that they added are simmered and chewy as a noun. And I guess I found out chewy uh, in Britain is actually slang for a piece of chewing gum. So that's why that's now in there. Um, and if you're a Star Wars fan, which I am, and the new trailer came out the other day, it looks awesome, uh, they've added lightsaber and Padawan. So I don't even know what a Padawan is. That's like a young Jedi, like a Jedi in training. Is a Padawan. You need the Oxford Dictionary, I clearly. Really yeah. do. <laughs> um, and ch- simmered has never been in the dictionary. I guess not. What about simmer? Probably. I don't understand this. I know, what I feel like, missing? what kind of dictionary is this that they didn't have simmered in there? Well, it's shave ice. That's two words. Yeah, means shave ice, ice, yeah. That's but shaved. Yeah, but they have phrases. Interesting. Yeah. You know. So they're official now. Yeah. yeah, and I think Oxford is like the old English kind of dictionary, so it's like, you know, it's more proper. It's like proper English. If we were in England, you know, it would be how the Queen speaks. Okay. I just wonder how <laughs> it changes know. things for the world or for those words. Yeah. Or it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think it's all a social media ploy. This like is how they get people talking about the Oxford Dictionary. Maybe. Could right? be. Because isn't it usually Webster's that everyone gets all crazy about when they add new words? So maybe Oxford's like, hey, why does Webster get all the attention? Why, we're going to start doing that. And maybe people are paying to get the words in. Like the Hollywood, if you get a, a, a star on the Walk of Fame, mm-hmm. you know you pay like tons of money. Oh, yeah. wow. Someone has to like sponsor you and pay and... 
anyway. So you think the local pokey shop is like paying. petitioning? <laughs> <laughs> they all paid a dime. Yeah. And the question is, which local pokey shop? Because right. there's like 18 just around the corner from us. Now I want pokey. <laughs> well, we are trying some stuff today. Oh, good. But we're going to stick with trying some of the like most popular recipes and most popular foods that we've tasted. Um, and w- jumping in, we wanted to really highlight some of the recipes that have resonated with the audience this month. So you guys, if you miss these recipes or you just want to hear about these recipes or you want to check them out, the most popular one I think of the month was the flourless pumpkin pancakes. Ooh. Yay, applause, applause. Applause, applause. <laughs> that sounds just like the applause from the beginning of the show. It's totally, it's a, it's a different audience. We, really? we, we shuffle the, the intro audience out and bring in a whole new audience a whole for the new rest pumpkin of the show. pancake yeah. audience. <laughs> yeah. I see that. Well, these pancakes had over 12,000 engagements on Facebook wow. and over 1,000 likes on Instagram so with wait. good reason. Yes. Does this mean that 12,000 people proposed to the pancakes? They had over 12,000 engagements. Will you marry me, (laughs) pancake? No, it's likes, clicks, and comments. Right. We don't, I mean, they're engagements. There are probably 50 million, thousand, trillion engagements, right? (laughs) All of the above. No, but three pancakes, this is the thing. These pancakes are so fluffy and so delicious. Three pancakes have less than 170 calories. Wow. What? Yes. How much less? One calorie less. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're 169 calories, four grams of total fat. Um, they're delicious, and they only have two smart points. Ooh. And you know what the secret ingredient is? What? You want to guess? Pumpkin. Good. Good guess. That's mm. not the that's the not, it's so not a secret. secret. <laughs> they're called that's pumpkin. not flour. Powdered peanut butter. Exactly. Really? Which acts as flour. So wow. Are they peanut butter pumpkin pancakes? They don't really taste like peanut butter. They just taste more pumpkin-y. I don't believe it. And that's, well, are we going to try them? We are. Oh! Jamie really does believe it. She just wanted to try them. It continues to prove my theory that peanut butter can be used in anything. It can. I'm taking this whole pancake because I touched it. would be good on a steak. Oh, I've seen that peanut butter burger before. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, like a smash burger. Yeah, like you drizzle peanut butter sauce on. Would you like some sugar-free syrup? You know, this reminds me, yesterday I gave, I, I had my love with food box that showed up. And there was some peanut butter probiotic thing, and it says mm-hmm. would be delicious spread on toast on, a like on a muffin or on a filet mignon. And what? I was like, that's not okay. Hmm. Oddly specific. Oh my gosh, these are so mm. fluffy. So good. I can taste the nut a Maybe little bit. Maybe a tiny mm. bit. Mm-hmm. They're so delicious. And where can people find this recipe? We're gonna put it up on our foodcast page. It's hungry-girl.com/foodcast yeah. and. If you're not signed up for the daily emails, that's how you get it first. Um, these pancakes also have sweetener, baking powder, mm. pumpkin, egg white, um, vanilla extract, cinnamon, and pumpkin pie spice. That's but good. you need to know how much to use of each thing and yeah. then what to do with them mm-hmm. so you can check out our show page. We can I tell you info. something I love about Hungry Girl um, pumpkin pumpkin themed recipes yes the perfect blend of cinnamon and pumpkin pie spice because i think that straight up pumpkin pie spice has a little too much what nutmeg clove both that's why i'm like a freak i know you perfect them clove tastes like the dentist (laughs) and i think like in the old timey days like when i was a child my (laughs) dentist put everything like clovey in my fillings we've been through this disgusting (laughs) so it's always twice the cinnamon yeah but i love that i think it tastes better it makes our recipes better than the other random trashy recipes that yep. are out there. Yeah, you right? heard it. Yeah. Okay, but speaking of pumpkin, another recipe that was hugely popular, four-ingredient pumpkin spice cookies. Ooh. These had over 8,600 marriage proposals. <laughs> wow. I mean engagements on Facebook. Um, and over 2,000 likes on Instagram. 
And it's because four ingredients, spice cake mix, egg whites or egg substitute, canned pumpkin and raisins with a little bit of seasoning. And let's be honest. These here have one of these. Oh, they're I've really nice size they're for 54 <laughs> calories. 54 measly paltry calories. I've had many of these when we were testing them. I probably have had at least 20 of them. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to be on- this is what I was mm. going to be honest about. Our cookies are more like cake because cookies like require a lot of butter and sugar to make them cookie texture, but these are more like chewable little oh. cakeies. Yeah, they're cookies. Mm. Mike just ate like the whole thing in one bite. They're so like good. mini muffin tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're like. These are amazing. Could you make them with mini chocolate chips instead of raisins? Absolutely. Mm. Or both. Oh. I mean, be adventurous. Throw whatever you want in there. These are phenomenal. Mm. So yummy. I'd have another one, but I don't want to get too greedy. Please. Mike. You can have the one that I took a nibble of. Please eat the rest of that. It's really, really good. It's funny. I've heard from many people mm. that they made these. Mm-hmm. Which like happened instantly. It's great well, for the holidays. I can see why people wanted to marry these. <laughs> You're gonna be the uh, eight thousand six hundred and first proposal. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jamie. Two smart points. Come on, people. Okay, next thing that really resonated in our world this past month: a pop-up cooking class. Yee, it was so much fun. I loved watching it. Okay, so we have Facebook Lives every now and then, and on Facebook Live, I just like flap my lips a lot and talk about <laughs> products and taste things and sometimes they're sponsored but very rarely do I actually just cook in the kitchen mm-hmm. so we decided I was prepping for the New York City Wine and Food Festival and it might be fun to do some of those recipes on a Facebook live it would be good for me to like just practice them but also to show the world the people that couldn't be at the demo just cooking with them and it worked yeah. what'd you make what'd you make oh what I, what did I make um, first of all this cooking class that had over 74,000 views that's a lot wow. that's a lot Pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Any engagements? I had I had nine thousand marriage proposals. You are popular. <laughs> How will you narrow it down? <laughs> nine thousand engagements. Um, I made two ingredient protein crepes. This is a recipe that, you know, it's been in our world and our lives for a while, but I think it's underrated. Definitely. Because I don't. People are like crepes sound so fancy, but our crepes only use protein powder and egg whites, and they taste amazing. Mm-hmm. They have like forty five calories each. They're loaded with protein. And they're good. Like, I make them and I keep them in the fridge and mm-hmm. then I eat them cold or I fill them at a later date or a later hour. Mm-hmm. So good. What do you fill them with? If I'm being honest, like anything. <laughs> Sometimes I eat them alone, but I'll fill them with like berries and yogurt or like a cheesy veggie uh, kind of thing like broccoli and, and cheese. Mm. You can do so many like mushrooms and cheese. You can do so many things with mm-hmm. them. It's so cool. So cool. And what else did I make? I made... um. Wait, are we tasting those? We're not tasting okay, them, okay. but we have some brand new recipes coming soon. So those of you that are not subscribed to the daily emails, get on it. Oh, yeah. We have new crepe recipes. Mm-hmm. So, And I also made peanut butter cake in a mug. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So like I've been powdered peanut butter crazy. Like the past, I don't know how long. It's really, I know, I think the first time I wrote about powdered peanut butter was maybe 2005. And then all of a sudden in the past like six months, it's back in such a major way mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. And so I did make the peanut butter cake in a mug, which only has two smart points and five ingredients. It's powdered peanut butter, baking powder, egg whites, unsweetened vanilla almond milk, and vanilla extract. And you like mix it and you throw it in the microwave for a minute. But if you want the real recipe, you go to our show page. Yep. But I just yeah. gave you the real recipe. Yeah. But they don't know the amounts. They might wind up with a, an exploding mug. That's true. Yeah. Or a big soupy mug of vanilla extract. Yeah. <laughs> 
with like a dash of powdered peanut butter. It'd be terrible. Bad idea. And don't forget when when they get to see the, when they go to watch the video, they can see the Hello Kitty uh, microwave. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll put up a link to the video. Wait, for the those of you class. who don't know that, we do. We have a Hello Kitty no. microwave. I got it at the mall in 1999. Really? I did. It so was like it's, $35. It's been going for 20 years? That's yes. A, that's a pretty good we microwave. We use it every day. It still works. Every day. Wow. At the Sanrio store at the mall <laughs> in Sherman Oaks. Wow. Amazing. Um, okay, so we also have gadgets that we discover. And this month, the one that has resonated with everybody the most is a whoopie pie pan. Oh. So cool. Bring it on, Jamie. Do you have it? Boy, do I. Let me pull do it out of my back pocket. You know what I think about when I hear a whoopee? I'm sure everyone... Like uh, uh, the, the newlywed, newlywed game? Newlywed game, yep. Bobby Megan Banks. whoopee? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like a muffin pan, but it's like from muffin tops. And it's in today's email and has like... or Well, it's today like a, that we're recording, but yeah. it has like thousands of clicks yeah. already. Wait, hang on. I have to comment on the, the whoopee thing. During the Hungry Girl TV show, which aired on Food Network and Cooking Channel, we did these really funny cold opens where Lisa was like in these hysterical sketches. And one of them, was it actually with? It was, but it, it was an actual, I think it was a, a segment in the show. It was called the Chulywood Game. Yes. And Bob Eubanks was there. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. And oh, wow. you've got to watch that. There was a classic, icon. classic line where he asked Lisa her favorite place to make whoopee. And didn't you say whoopie pie? And she said, in the kitchen is where I make my whoopie pies. Oh my gosh, I forgot that. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay, so I love whoopie pies. So that we just had that whoopie pie recipe for ingredients Mm -hmm. using this pan. But that's not all you can make. You can, we do little egg bites or like egg, you can add patties, muffin tops. What else do you make in there? How would you describe this pan to people? I would say it looks like you're making muffin tops. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let's say you took a small muffin pan and then spread out the muffins. Mm-hmm. So the muffins are like flat. Yeah, Looks like, like you're making pancakes. muffin tops. Yeah. 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 Oh, you could make pancakes in there. We've yeah. done that too. That's so smart. Burger patties. Ooh. Ooh individual. Round. Mm-hmm. Wow. Beautiful. I love the idea of egg patties for like sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll use the egg patties as the bread. Oh, yes. So uh, you could put the cheese and the bacon in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh. But then you use a knife and a fork, so you don't, you're not holding the squishy yeah. egg. Where do they get this fabulous whoopie pie pan? Oh, it's on Amazon for around $14. But we'll, we'll link out, right? We'll link you directly to it. It's great. All right, now moving on to our best food finds of the month. Because cool. again, we always find good foods. Mm-hmm. And people really expect that of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. We taste it and evaluate it so you don't have to waste your money on it, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. And people always say, like, what is the criteria? Like, are, is there a checklist that people can follow to be like a Hungry Girl approved food find? And I always say, absolutely not. I think it just depends on what the food is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what the calorie count is, what the fat count is, what the flavor profile is, what it's supposed to be. If it's a swap for something and it has a fraction of the calories, it's, it's all of those things. Right. Yeah. So you might have something that has 50 calories and doesn't meet the Hungry Girl standards, but it might have 250 calories and still be an amazing swap for something that has 1,000 calories normally. Exactly. Jamie, you've caught on. (laughs) (laughs) Took a long job here. (laughs) She's been here how many years? 13 years? 13. 13 years. It feels like a day. Okay, so (laughs) the first food, good food find that we found, and we tasted these on the podcast. Mm -hmm. These are from Target right? Mm-hmm. They're Good and Gather Date and Nut Bars. I don't know why I like that name, Good and Gather. I know. It's like, it makes me feel like I have to go foraging, like, to get the ingredients. Like, like go gather squirrel. all the ingredients. Yeah. Well, you're just gathering a target. 
you know? true. And Target's a big store, so you There's have to... lots to gather there. Really go and gather, yeah. So these are like a swap or another answer to like a Larabar. Mm-hmm. So there's like not a lot of ingredients and they're made with like dates and things. And they come in... The two flavors we had were apple pie and cashew butter chocolate chip. And they were like phenomenal. Oh my God. And I, I think we were skeptical too. Like that mm-hmm. these would be... Because they're not just crazy another low bar. in calories. They're Right, just another bar. Oh my God, the texture was yeah, so good. It had over 4,000 clicks when we put them in the email. And over 8,600 engagements wow. Wait, on Facebook. did the engagements result from the dates in the bars? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember trying the cashew butter chocolate chip That was one. the best one. You're, You're just, just saying, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mike, we're on to you. Damn. But try it again if you want. Maybe later. I actually took one of these on a trip. Oh, wow. And ate it. That, that's like a big deal for did me. Did it fill you up? Um, well, I ate it in like three parts. Mm. So, but I, I guess it did because it like held me over when I was trying yeah. them. But it's, it's very rare that I would like try something new, bring it, incorporate it into my life like mm-hmm. instantly. So that was like a big deal. When you say three parts, did you like cut it up into three parts and then have each piece like individually? Yes, I broke it with my fingers. But you didn't Separately. like like prepare the three parts because I wonder if that's a good idea for people who can't like because I can't have just a bite of a bar. If you really want to know, there. like literally, I just broke it up and put it in a ziploc in my hotel yeah. drawer and like reached back for it three times. That's people good. are probably thinking, "What the heck is wrong with you?" That's good control. Like, who does that? I mean, I know, but I do. You don't do. Do you do that? Yeah. So I Mike's do. saying he would do three ziploc baggies with the little yeah, individual pieces. Because if I have the whole bar in front of me, I'm going to eat the whole bar. I'm not oh. just going to have one bite of it and put it away. Yeah, I grabbed a piece, put it away, and moved on. Wow. That's what I did. That's, Im- that's impressive. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, so the next thing I found, this was like a total accident. Because like a lot of times, how foods are discovered here, people always say, how do you discover the foods? It could be people are emailing in saying that they saw something on shelves, and then we have to go find it because it sounds great. Or we get like 30 boxes minimum a month of things that are shipped here because they want us to try it and write about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like the staff that's shopping And sometimes it's just me at Trader Joe's, (laughs) which is what happened with this incredible sweet rose coconut whipped topping made with real coconut cream. But it's vegan. Coconut cream is vegan. And it looks like it comes in like a ready whips uh, shaped container. Yes. It's like a little aerosol. Is that what it is? Are you going to squirt it into our mouths? Maybe. If you're lucky. Wait, and you got that at Trader Joe's? This is at Trader Joe's. And what I liked about it so much is that it has 10 calories a serving. The whole can, if you accidentally eat it, which sometimes I do, 260 calories. Mm. I haven't done that yet with this. But like, if it's supposed to be 26 servings, don't be surprised if it's only Mm. eight servings. Is that a Trader Joe's brand or is it something that they like? Um, I don't know. I've never seen this anywhere other than Trader Joe's. Same. But... It's so great. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'm such a whipped cream fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking, because my vegan niece who lives with me loves whipped topping. Mm-hmm. And some of the vegan whipped creams are not like, they're not all as delicious mm-hmm. as this here. Yeah. Right? You want to put it on a spoon or on your um, finger? I'll do a, I guess a fork. Jamie, have you tried this? No. What? But I want you to squirt it into my mouth. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Like a baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, but I'm not, so gonna touch, I'm not going to touch you. So... All right. Mm. Wow. I did it. I did it. The I'm delivery method made it extra sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this on a piece of that cookie. It's oh. so coconut I never idea. ate it before. I didn't know mm-hmm. it was going to be coconutty. Yeah, I was make, was, we were writing copy. I'm like, it's so coconutty. Yeah, that's so good. If you don't like coconut, you will not like it. Nope. I could mm. see someone putting uh, chocolate chips on top of that. Yeah. Coconut chocolate chip. Yum. Or have some on a banana. Ooh. It's very tropical. Yeah. I've done it. It's very, very yummy. And this, again, is at Trader Joe's in the dairy case. So cool. if you're moseying on by the dairy case, 
stop and pick it up. It's like a white can with a brown top. Cool. Um, and then another thing that we tried that we sort of were like, hmm, is this does this feel too much like some kind of a throwback weird thing? It was Swerve Sweets Cake Mix. So you may know Swerve is a sweetener. What is Swerve? What is the sweetener? Is it monk fruit? I think as a sweetener. Because it exists in the way that like Splenda or like Equal exists. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. But this is their cake mix. So I was like, hmm, what's that going to be like? Let me just tell you, it is to die for. 70 to 90 calories a serving. Six to seven grams of total fat. This had over 16,000 clicks ah. in our email. In our email. So it's, People went nuts for this. It's not um, monk fruit. It's like their own pr proprietary blend. It's of. erythritol, prebiotic somethings. So it's mostly erythritol based? Mm -hmm. But it's not like other erythritol based things. I don't know. I, I think love it's erythritol. Yeah. Oh, I do? think okay. I do. I love. I don't like maltitol. Mm, that's yeah. the one. That's the one that bothers a lot of people's tummies. Yes. yes. Including it me. even says on the box that it's tummy friendly. It does? Yeah. Something to that effect. And we're going to try this now a little. This is the vanilla one. No but artificial con uh, ingredients, by the way. It has like a cooling. This would be good with the um, coconut. Oh, right? really? Mm hmm. This is one of the best cake mix I, mixes <gasps> I've had in a, forever. Praise. Mm. Honestly, praise. it's so freaking great. I think everybody needs to find this. It's on Amazon. By the way, we wanted to see if it would work like perfect ratio if we used it cup for cup in our cake recipes, and it did. So like today's whoopie pie recipe calls for cake mix. We tried it with this. worked perfectly. Wow. wow. I like the texture. It's really mm. nice. Do you know what it tastes like a little bit? <clears throat> now close your eyes and imagine. It tastes a little like a vanilla corn muffin. I was Doesn't oh, yeah. it taste yeah. like a corn muffin? I was going to say it reminds me of cornbread, but I thought you guys yeah. would think I was crazy. So no, I didn't. it does. <laughs> it, it reminds me a little of a Twinkie. Oh. If you put the cream on top, it yeah. really would. Like it's a, so yummy. Like about a three-year-old Twinkie where it's a little yes. bit harder. Yes, a three-year-old Twinkie. <laughs> Can't Twinkies My last like kind. 70 years? Isn't that the, that's the myth? What, that's what I read on, on the interweb. A little test kitchen scoop of how we made this. Erin um, used the vanilla cake mix, a third of a cup fat-free plain Greek yogurt, half a cup of egg substitute, and a quarter cup of water. And that's it. Well. Perfect. So that's like ignore the box recipes. Yep. So we'll, we'll just we'll put that on our show page so you know how to use, how to make it the way we like it. And it also has three grams of fiber and only one gram of sugar. That's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Again, we will link you out to where you can buy it. You can go to Swerve Sweets, SwerveSweet.com to locate it near you or you can get it on Amazon. Cool. Terrific. Um, okay. So we did. We had our favorite guest of the month. Dun, da, da, da. We may have only had one guest this month, <laughs> so she is our favorite. But if we had a thousand guests, I suspect she might be our favorite. Yeah. She's a goodie. She's great. She came by to visit with her new book. Are we supposed to reveal who it is now? Um, yeah, yeah I might as have well. To. Yeah. Well, I have to. Yeah. Because I didn't when she was sitting here, so I have to give her a good intro. Anyway, um, a good friend of mine and a good friend of Hungryland in general is Joy Bauer, who you know from the Today Show, probably, because that's where she is. She's on that show several times a week. Her official title is Joy Bauer MSRDN, which means she's well-credentialed and fancy. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. She's also like the really one of the loveliest, nicest human beings I've ever yeah. met in my life. Genuine, sweet, so much fun, funny, generous, and totally cool. So down to earth, too. One million percent. Um, and... She grew up with some people that I know, so we have like we play that cool. you know that game where it's like, do you know so and so? Anyway, but she has a brand new book out called Yummy Yoga, 
And we always joke because she, I think it was her 14th book. So we are like neck and neck <sighs> with how many books we have. But this was her first children's book. It's and so adorable. So cute. But I don't want to spoil it because she came here and we did a little mini interview. So here it is. Joy, I love having you here. You're the best. And you know, I love being here. You're I think hungry, you're equally man. the best. We're a tie. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Um, and you are here with your new book. It's called Yummy Yoga, Playful Poses and Tasty Treats. And it may be the cutest book I've ever seen. Oh, thank you for that. I mean, it really is. I mean, tell everybody in case they haven't seen it. Describe the book. So this is my first children's book. Um, and as you know, I have the huge first part of my career was in the kids space. I used to run a, run a program called Heart Smart Kids. I worked at pediatric cardiology as the director of nutrition and fitness for years at Mount Sinai Medical Center and um, really have always had a passion for helping kids or encouraging kids to foster a love for good health. And you know, as somebody who's a health expert who has worked with tens of thousands of kids and also a mom who has raised three kids, it's not always easy. It is tricky to get children to try new vegetables and to move in new directions. And I really do believe through experience that the key ingredient is fun, to make it exciting and engaging. And that's exactly what I set out to do with this book. So I merged health education with pure fun, these playful yoga poses and tasty kid-friendly recipes that kids can make with their parents or their uh, grandparents or their sitters or teachers or any other caregiver and um, really just get them involved and engaged and excited about trying new foods and moving in new directions. And, and that's what the book is, is about. And, you know, I just sort of smile and giggle every time I open up the pages. And I should also tell you that when, when you see these photographs, so we picked yoga because there's so much great research about how yoga can help ease anxiety and stress in kids and actually elevate academic performance. And of course, the obvious, it strengthens core strength and muscles and it helps with flexibility and balance, all of the things that we know. But I think what I love most about yoga is you can do it anywhere. You don't have to go to a yoga studio. You could do it in the living room on the floor. You could do it alone. You could do it with a group of kids or adults. You could have a lot of fun with it. And um, it doesn't cost anything. It's totally free. So there, it checks so many boxes. And um, we built. I, I have a college friend. She, her name is Bonnie Stevens. She is a brilliant photographer. And she lives on a horse farm in Virginia. And she started creating these food sculptures. I mean, these pictures are incredible. They're not illustrations. So a lot of people I, think they're illustrations. Like, I'm like, how did you get the avocado to do that? My <laughs> avocados are not that, you know, they're not that talented. Um, so that, like, just to, for the people that don't have the book in their hand, it's like there are artichokes doing all kinds of... Yo, I don't even know the names of these. A lotus pose. A lotus I have pose. a corn husk doing a warrior too. I have a banana berry, berries and kale doing a plank a pose plank. yeah it's crazy so Bo bonnie is a genius and she, she started wait did she build these she builds these these are food sculptures and when she started sending them over to me my mind started racing and i knew that this was a super clever way to get kids you know excited about trying new vegetables and each of the poses has some sort of new food that you know, may not necessarily be within a kid's repertoire. So the idea is to, 
you know, get them exposed to it, familiar with it, giggle about it, and then to try a recipe Amazing. Um, in the kitchen. And also to try a yoga pose. Because like and I, a yoga pose. I, 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 at what age can kids or should kids start doing yoga? Well, I, this book is really geared geared towards, I would say, two years and up. You know, we, we wrote two. Really? We wrote three and up. Yeah, because think about it. As soon as kids can walk, they start to you know acquaint themselves with their body and different stretches and positions. And listen, the poses don't have to be perfect, but you know, just having a lot of fun and and great quality time. You know, whether you have grandkids or, you know, you're babysitting or also actually older siblings have had a lot of fun using the book with their younger siblings as I well. I I would use this book. I hope I'm not too old for the book. It's you're just, not. No, it's I, cute. And I don't know anything about yoga. So this may be my the best intro to yoga I could ever imagine. Oh, Lisa, we ha- we're going to strike a pose after this. <laughs> I'm sorry that this is radio. We are definitely striking a pose. <laughs> Can we eat the cute broccolini? Broccolini. Holy broccolini. So what I did with that recipe, the pose, for people listening, the pose is a triangle pose. And um, the, the belly area is an avocado. And then it has broccoli and lime. So I racked my brain to try to come up with what would be a kid-friendly recipe that would be easy to make that utilizes these foods. And I thought, oh my gosh, kids love guac. So why not make a guacamole that has broccoli. So of course I had to call it broccamole. That's been that's been a big hit with kids. Yeah. It's so cute. Anyway, I have to try this dip. It's I mean, I do clever things with guacamole, but I've never thought about putting broccoli in it. It's it's very easy. You just have to steam the broccoli and get it super soft, and then it mushes right in with the avocado and the lime. And it's green. And a little bit of garlic. Yes. So you don't even see it. Yes. Brilliant. Okay, well, but I do have to say, a lot of the kids that have tested and made the, the broccoli with me, they actually made it. So it's, you're not necessarily sneaking it in. They, you can if you want, but they see it going in, and they've all responded and, and you know, picked up the crudite or the crackers and, and went for it, dug right in. I find that kids are more adventurous when it comes to eating. Like You'd have to sneak the broccoli into the guacamole for probably men. <laughs> That's like that would be your most resistant group. So so you recruit the kids to make the kid-friendly recipes with you and then don't tell the spouses what exactly is in it. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. It's a plan. It's a plan. This book is beautiful and is there anything else you want to add? Well, thank you for that. I'm just truly hoping that it will help parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and siblings and babysitters and teachers. Um, enable kids to sort of latch on to good health. Okay, I think you will accomplish all of those things. And guess what? We're going to link you out on our show page to Amazon where you can buy the book. But if you want to go out and buy the book, it's sold wherever books are sold, right? Bookstores? Yummyyoga.com. But yes, no, it's everywhere right now, for sure. Good. Well, congratulations. And thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Lisa. We are definitely making some broccoli right now. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, good. That was fun. Yeah. Joy is always so much fun to have around. Wait, explain to me if you guys are from the same part of the world, like, like what is that, uh, Long Island or something, right? Well, the uh, New York area. New York area. How come Metropolitan. You, she has a really st- thick accent and yours is almost Californianized? Maybe it's because you've been here long enough. I don't know. I don't. She has a little bit of a thicker accent than I do. Yeah. Um, I think it's like I del- I had a very thick Brooklyn accent, like my like my sister and my mother. Yeah. But I I tried to get rid of it. Yeah, your sister can't. <laughs> my shake sister, she can't stop talking about her sneakers <laughs> and her pocketbook. 
It's funny you sound like Mary right now. Stop. She's <laughs> probably listening. <laughs> I know she hates us. Um, anyway, so behind the scenes gossip at Hungryland. Here's what's going on. We are working on putting the finishing touches on the next issue of Hungry Girl magazine. Yay. And for those of you who don't know, we have a magazine, but it, there's no rhyme or reason to how and when and where it comes out. Well, where, yes. It'll be on supermarket shelves, like at the checkout counter. Um, but it, it's not like out regularly. Nah. But the next one's coming out, what, the first week of January? Uh, or last, last week, week of December. December. We wow. like to keep you oh, on your toes. Yes. <laughs> we'll tell you when. Right around my birthday. So it's a great magazine, and we are now trying to finalize the cover, and it's down to a couple of different covers, and we thought it would be fun to let you guys vote on them. Yes. So how will they do that? We're going to post a link that brings you to two pictures of two different covers, and you're going to be looking at different foods. you want to talk about the different recipes? Um, I don't know. Should we talk about them or let them see it? All right. We'll let you see it. That way you can just react. You'll see the two different options for the cover, and you're going to vote on which one you think we should go with. And whatever you say, we'll do. And we will reveal the results on the next podcast. Oh, wow. Yay. Cool. Are they really voting? They're what if they make the wrong choice? I know. We'll lie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> perfect. Great. Well, please do vote. So go to our hungry-girl.com slash foodcast page to vote and also to get everything that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. Like just, it's all going to be in one place. Yeah. Conveniently located. Yep. Mm-hmm. For your viewing and chewing pleasure. All right. And also, if you want to just like reach out and tell us you like us or be our friend, you can text Mike. 805-380-8075. If you want to review us, which we really appreciate, you can go to iTunes, right? Is that how they review Um, Actually, they have now changed it. It's now the podcast app on your uh, iPhone. Oh, you can just review right on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. They've eliminated iTunes. Did you hear about that? No. So I must. I'm out of the loop. It used to be uh, iTunes did everything: the podcast, music, and TV and movies. And now there's an individual app for each. So there's a Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Apple TV. So it's probably easier than ever to give us five stars. Yeah. That is the right amount of stars. It's not four. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Two five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, please do that. Um, And also, you could just email us and say, "Hey, uh, at suggest at hungry-girl.com or podcast." at hungry-girl.com a dash is a hyphen <laughs> for those of you out of the loop don't write dash you'll reach the Kardashians <laughs> maybe they want to do that <laughs> and also you should sign up for the daily emails that we've been talking about in case you don't already get them you really should because your days won't be complete without them Correct. I promise um, and let us know also if you like these monthly wrap ups yes please any feedback tell us um, you know text email tell us what you like and don't like because we make these for you and we want them to be the best exactly yeah. and we want to make sure you like what we're doing like you like the hauls where we taste everything you like these wrap ups you like the weight loss Q&A episodes please 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 let us know what you like yeah well we know we like you me? This is She's looking right <laughs> I'm at Mike. I right know. I Mike. was confused. I'm, I'm over here. You're the audience. Cold baloney. No one cares about me. <laughs> Jamie, I love you. Aww. I love Aww. you too. We all love each other. No, we are like one big happy family. Yeah, pretty much. Or I'm a third wheel in your relationship. Oh, please. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. As you know, I am Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing. <laughs>